The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and WadenaRadio.com. It's the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, February 8th. Once again, no CJ. Hi, I'm Corey. Let's just dive right into it. Not a lot to talk about here today. I don't have a lot of in-depth stuff, but uh, we do have a basketball game on our schedule this evening, broadcast schedule, so... We can dive into not only that game, uh, but we'll take a look around the conference and uh, the section that both of those teams are in as well. What game is it? Well, it's Mid-State Conference Boys Basketball tonight on AM 1430 and 98.5 FM, The Fan. What does that mean? Well, let's, let's just take a peek. We'll start with the Staples Motley Cardinals. And they'll host the Aiken Gobbler. Staples Motley will be the home team this evening. They're ten and eight overall. They are zero uh, and three in Midstate Conference play, and are three and two in Section Seven Double A play. For the Cardinals, uh, they come into tonight's contest on a one-game winning streak after defeating Pillager on Monday night, sixty-five fifty-four. These two teams have not played yet this season. That is Staples, Motley, and Aiken. They won't meet again, at least for the Cardinals' sake, until the very last game of the regular season. When you look at the calendar for the Staples, Motley, Cardinals, if you include tonight's game, two, four, six, eight games left on the regular season. So they will uh, host Aiken. Then they travel to Park Rapids area uh, at home versus Detroit Lakes and at home versus Lake Park Audubon next week. The following week, Tuesday and Friday at Pelican Rapids and at Monaga. And then they close out the season uh, 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 that following week at Crosby, Ironton and at Aitken. Four road games to end the year for the Staples Motley Cardinals. They host the Aitken Gobblers this evening who come into tonight's contest at 3-15 and 15 overall. They're 0-2 in Mid-State Conference play. They also will represent Section 7AA. They're 1-6 in section play so far this season. Uh, the uh, two victories, three victories, uh, all came in the 2023 portion of the schedule for Aiken. A December 19th victory over Hinkley Finlayson, 58-44. And they hosted a holiday tournament December 27th and 28th where they got uh, victories over Malax and Emmanuel Lutheran. So it's, uh, it's a number of straight losses as we take a look at Mid-State Conference play. Oh, I should look at the, the remaining portion of the schedule for the Aiken Gobblers. Again, if you include tonight's game, two, four, six, eight games left on the regular season schedule for them as well. Uh, they have not played Staples Motley yet. We talked about that. That will be the last game of the regular season Friday, March 1st. Um, looks like uh, uh, next week at home versus Crosby Ironton, at home versus Park Rapids area, and at Crosby Ironton. Uh, so a Tuesday, Friday with CI. The following week, February 20th at Proctor, the 22nd at home versus Detroit Lakes, February 29th at home versus Pequot Lakes, and March 1st at home versus Staples Motley. Three straight home games to close out the regular season. Taking a look at the Mid-State Conference standings, let's just dive into everybody with that eight games left in the regular season. Kind of nice to see where everybody stands. Detroit Lakes is the top team in Mid-State Conference play. They are undefeated 3-0. and DL and Crosby, if I'm not mistaken, 
play this evening. I'll double check on that here in a second. That'll be a big one. But Detroit Lakes 3-0 in Mid-State Conference play. They're 17-2 overall. They average 76.3 points per game and give up 58.2. A QRF value of 130.2. They've won five straight. Then it's Crosby, Ironton, at 2-0 in Park Region Conference play. Uh, Park Rapids area is 2-2. Two two. I, I, did I say Park Region? I meant Mid-State Conference play. Sorry. Mi, uh, Park Rapids area 2-2 two two in Mid-State Conference play. Aiken is 0-2 uh, in conference play, 3-15 overall. They average just 49.9 points per game and give up 69.7. Their QR of value is 35.9. They've lost nine in a row. Staples Motley last in the Mid-State Conference, 0-3, but they're 10-8 overall. They average 65.1 points per game, give up 64.6. Their QRF value is 75.9, a full 40 points higher than the Aiken Gobblers. They are winners of one straight. Uh, very quickly, let's take a look. I do want to see, I think Detroit Lakes and Crosby-Ironton do, in fact, play tonight, Thursday, February 8th. Yeah, in Crosby, DL at Crosby-Ironton, a big one in the state and in mid-state conference play. Let's take a look at Section 7AA. Both of these teams in tonight's contest, Staples, Motley, and Aiken, fall into that 7AA um, section and get to go way, way east. And uh, there is a, uh, no split into subsections in 7AA. Right now, Crosby-Ironton is the top team. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 teams in the sections. So they'll seed them 1 through 16. Crosby-Ironton right now the top seed in 7AA. They're 8-1 and one in section play, 16-1 overall with that 116.8 QRF value. Their QRF rank is 8th in Class 2A. Pequot Lakes is right behind them with a 114 QRF value. They're ranked 9th in the state. And then ESCO is ranked 3rd in Section 7AA with a 110.6 QRF value. They're ranked 10th in the state to a boys basketball. Uh, Moose Lake Willow River then is four, Barnum five, Staples Motley is ranked sixth in uh, section seven AA if the uh, uh, playoffs were to start today. Aiken all the way down at the bottom, they are 15th of 16 in section seven AA. So anyway, that's just a gander around the section. As we prepare for tonight's Mid-State Conference Boys Basketball game, it is Staples Motley Cardinals hosting the Aiken Gobblers. It's scheduled for a 7.15 pregame and a 7.30 tip. Again, it'll be tonight on AM 1430 and 98.5 FM, The Fan. Okay, what else is there? Just a quick jaunt around our uh, state sports Last night, the Wild got a nice win. They scored a goal in the third period to take down the Chicago Blackhawks 2-1 to at the United Center. Chicago's not very good, but hey, the Wild haven't been very good either. So you'll take wins, especially on the road, whenever you can get them. Uh, Jake Lucchini got the uh, scoring started uh, late in the first. The uh, Blackhawks tied the game when Nick Foligno tallied, and then the Wild went on top for good when Marcus Foligno scored in the middle of the third period. The Wild now have won four of six. They're tied for sixth place in the Central Division. They have 49 points. They're 22, 23, and 5. They're trying to make a charge. Come on. Uh, they host Pittsburgh tomorrow night.
Timberwolves made a nice move. There were a couple of options for the Timberwolves as the trade deadline approaches. What could they do? Uh, the options were a sniper on the outside, uh, a shooter, or um, a, a nice backup point guard to help rein everything in when Mike Connolly is is off the floor. And that backup point guard is the route they went. Should be a nice one. Uh, uh, they they uh, work a trade with the Detroit Pistons and get guard Monty Morris. In the deal, Shake Milton, Troy Brown, Jr., Troy Brown Jr., excuse me, and a 2030 second round draft pick head to Detroit. Uh, Monty Morris, he's 28 years old. He had a right quad injury. He actually missed the first half of the season, the first uh, 43 games. He's only in the final, or I should say, he's in the final year of a three year deal. And um, it's going to be important backup depth for the Timberwolves down the stretch. It's uh, at this rate, it's just kind of a, a half a season rental at this point, but a position that they really, really needed, spot that they really, really needed. He should be a nice, he should be a nice addition to what the Timberwolves are are trying to do. Um, let's see what else is left. Oh, we get ready, of course, for Twins pitchers and catchers. They report to spring training in Fort Myers next week already. I know baseball is officially here. The first Grapefruit League game is two weeks from Saturday. <laughs> That's not that far away at all, is it? And then the other big news, of course, around the state with the Super Bowl going on or the big game, I know however we're supposed to talk about that, is uh, Justin Jefferson is making his rounds at uh, at uh, on Radio Row and doing a bunch of interviews and you know he's saying all the right things and he's saying all the things you'd expect him to say. Uh, he's saying he'd he'd prefer to be back. He likes Minnesota. He wants to be back. He's also saying the business side of it. Um, he wants to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, quote: He wants to break the bank and be with the team that wants him. So there's some of that jockeying for position that happens at this time of, uh, you know, when these contract negotiations come up. Um, he said he he trusts that his agent and the Vikings will get a deal done before he hits free agency at the end of the 2024 season. Who knows? We'll see what it all ends up meaning. Um, he wants to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL. He probably deserves to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL. I don't know what that dollar amount actually means. Um, you know, there's some other money situations that need to get themselves sorted out, like what's happening at quarterback. And, and we're going to wait and see. I think the Vikings are probably going to prioritize Justin Jefferson over Kirk Cousins, but you just, you just never know. I, I wouldn't... Uh, I, I don't know that I'd feel very good about it, but, you know, you could in turn get a haul if you traded Justin Jefferson. I don't think I'd be happy about that even in the slightest. But that is a possibility that, that, that people out there in the world are talking about. Like, could you just trade him and, and get a haul in return and save all that money and you really use it to build some pieces? Because... How good are you going to be with Justin Jefferson on your roster and not a quarterback to throw to him? Is it better to be, you know, file for bankruptcy so you can start the recovery process, or is it better to just meddle, meddle in the middle for a while? It's, I don't know. There's a lot of philosophical stuff around running a football organization that that come up when you start talking about having to pay Justin Jefferson and what are you going to do? He's going to command a lot of money. He deserves a lot of money. He's going to get a lot of money. 
and hopefully it's the Vikings that do it. That's it. Staples Motley will host Aiken Mid-State Conference Boys Basketball on the fan tonight, AM 1430 and 98.5. That is the morning sports desk for Thursday, February 8th. The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and WadenaRadio.com.